Welcome to Average Joe. My guest today is Antonio. Antonio is 17 years old. He's born in 2003. He's a senior in high school. And I'm excited for many reasons. One, because I've enjoyed getting to know Antonio for the last six to eight months, I would say, um, working together. And also, just because I've really been struck by him as a person, sort of the way he shows up, his character being true to himself, being someone that people get along with, but I've always had this sense about him that like, it's very important, his own expression and his own path, and I've been wanting to explore that with you for a while. So welcome, welcome yeah. to the series. Um, first, I think just starting it off, what a year to be in high school, what a year to yeah, be dude. a senior. <laughs> uh, I almost just wanted at the, the offset, just the jump to just, apologize to you that you guys have had to deal with this year was one just the, the the state and the shape of the world that we're in of course with the virus but I guess you know I I think we probably don't spend enough time thinking about well, what are the young people going through what are people dealing with so I want to just to first you know get a check in with you and just say what's it like what's senior year like you know what tell me about your high school experience right now and we can you know, pivot and go deeper from there, but just, uh, yeah, man. Welcome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for having me on here. Um, so I guess to start, you know, just being sort of confined, you know, in your own house, you know, with your own thoughts, which, you know, I feel like as a young person these days, it's a little bit hard, you know, um, it's sort of been a make or break year for me personally. Like I've had to confront a lot of the, uh, issues that I've been sort of putting in the corner of my mind and just, you know, take those out and confront them and fix it, you know? So thankfully, um, it's been a pretty positive journey, I think. I think I've made a lot of strides this year. Um, but, you know, sucks to not have a senior year. Miss that out, you know? Yeah. It's <laughs> too bad. Well, so I just wanted to pick up on what you just said. What are some of the things you've been confronting this year? Sure. Um, I guess, for one, it would be living in a world of thoughts and ideas, but not actually uh, taking action on those ideas. I feel like a lot of the time when I'm just, you know, I guess living, I'm always stuck in thought, sort of this like sort of fuzz and haze in my mind where I'm just like always quiet. I'm always thinking like, oh, I need to improve on this. Why aren't you good enough on this? Uh, you know, you did that before in the past, and it sort of, you know, it sort of envelops me sometimes. I'm just sort of, like, kind of stuck in this rut where I'm just, like, analyzing all these problems that I have, but I don't take action on them. And that could either be because I'm afraid, I don't think I can do it, or I just get caught up in something else, like work or school. The I'm really interested to to kind of unpack this and, and learn more about your journey. Well, let's 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 even take it a step back. Okay, so you're 17 years old now. You were born in 2003. Tell me a little bit about your journey and your life. Um, what was it kind of like? Like, what have been sort of some formative things, like in terms of like who your parents are, you know, your siblings, like stuff that you've been through. Um, I think you told me once that Spanish was your first language. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, um, both of my parents, 
um, were born and raised here. Uh, well, not here, actually, <laughs> in Mexico. So um, they came from a very impoverished background. They lived in poverty for a long time. Um, and, you know, it's tough living there, especially like back then. It still is, but, you know, they sacrificed and gave everything to have me here, here in the United States to live a fulfilling and a successful life. And, you know, that really struck a chord with me, their whole journey and experience getting from here to there and raising me. It's been, you know, it's made me grateful for what I have. So, yeah. And, you know, I guess I would say being raised in that sort of household taught me a lot of things about, you know, um, you know, standing up for yourself, you know, you know, um, hard work, especially, you know, you have to make it on your own at some point and never letting like dumb bullshit get you down because it can always get worse. And what's school been like for you in terms of like socially, like what kind of stuff would you say you're interested in? Is it more like making friends and vibing with the people around you or do you spend more time alone? You know, like thinking about your thoughts, mm -hmm. like... It's been conflicting, I would say. Um, so, a majority of my life, I've probably, you know, spent on my own. Just sort of being introspective and, you know, kind of shying away from the crowd, I would say. Um, because, you know, ever since, I, ever since I was young, I never really had too many friends, honestly. Um, I was always sort of kind of like... I, I, was, I was, like, socially shy, I would say, at a young age. I didn't... Yeah, like I said, I didn't have a lot of friends, and I always wanted that, really, but I don't know. There was something that sort of held me back, I guess, but around middle school is when I began to transition into, you know, being a more open-minded and free person. You know, I sort of found a group of people who shared similar interests with me and sort of came from a similar background as well, you know, and we just kind of, you know, got along and vibed together, and that sort of helped me get through that period and it gave me a, a solid foundation for high school where you know based on a lot of experiences i've sort of shifted back and forth between you know other people and other groups uh sometimes it's been good sometimes you know it comes with a lot of hurt but at the end of the day you know i've learned a lot from it what would you say so far in you know, it's funny because 17 years can feel like long in a way or it can feel like in a blink of an eye um, being relatively young. What would you say has been like your biggest struggle or challenge so far in this journey? Sure. So I think it has been just sort of being myself, you know. Um, I think for the longest time, I think I thought I had to appeal to the people around me to sort of, you know, have friends, to get that approval from everyone, um, you know, and it's sort of like given me some time to think like, well, who really am I, you know? Who am I supposed to be when I'm outside, you know? Is it, am I really being true to myself? Obviously no, but, you know, I think that, yeah, for the longest time, it's sort of been a struggle. And lately, I've been, you know, much more open-minded and free about it, you know. 
I kind of realized that I'm just, I'm just kind of done, you know? I don't really need to pander to anyone, you know? I just gotta, I have to be myself, you know? For my own sanity, you know? If I want to make some sort of change, I have to stick to what I want, you know? I can't tell you how refreshing it is to hear that. Just even, you know, I mean, I think we can learn so much from young people. But to hear that, I'm 37 now, but to hear that from a 17-year-old, for me, it's almost like drinking this refreshing water, <laughs> reminding myself of, God, yeah, I don't have to, you know, people please or pander to other people or um, show up a certain way so other people will feel better. So I, I guess I wanted to ask, yeah, so what have you learned sort of about yourself, you know, in your life so far that you know is true? Meaning like, like, where is it that you feel the most like energy sort of like excitement about like, okay, like I'm being true to myself here. Like I'm in my zone. This is my flow. Mm -hmm. Like, what have you found that like, if I abandon this, like I'm in trouble. So like, what do you know is true about Antonio sure. so far? Yeah. So I would definitely say that I am a very uh, loving and caring person. I always want to, you know, sort of, um, come to people's aids whenever, you know, they're down emotionally or mentally and just sort of like fix it, you know, saying like, hey, you're not alone, you know, I want to help you out and, you know, we can get th through this together. And, you know, I just, I just, I just love it, you know, it's just like, I've always done that too. Um, I think around middle school is when I sort of began noticing that with a lot of friends being a lot more uh, open about these um, emotion, emotional and mental conflicts within us. And, you know, it just sort of, it just brings me a lot of happiness to just help people, you know, just, just to listen and be understanding of, you know, other people's situations and, you know, hopefully being a pillar to that. That's beautiful. To, I, mean, I think a lot, for a lot of people that, that understanding comes later in life. You know, sort of the, like the gold is being of service and connecting with people. So to get that now, I feel like you're, you're in a way, you're really ahead of the curve. Thank you. Have you felt a lot of, you know, pressure in terms of like fitting in or being cool or, you know, kind of around your peers? Like, I mean, I guess there's like a lot of kind of areas I want to open this up into, but it could be you know, us living in like the social media world where people are posting certain things mm -hmm. and putting out an image or it could even be around, you know, drinking or drugs or have you felt sort of a pressure of like to, to be cool or blend in with people? Yeah. So I definitely, uh, you know, dabbled in all of those aspects, you know, throughout my youth. Um, so I guess we'll start with like social, with, with social media. Um, I guess I never really wanted to, you know, sort of appeal in that way. I felt like that crowd of kids that sort of um, posted a lot, you know, wanted to garner a lot of likes and everything. It just really wasn't my crowd. And I just seemed like those people were very shallow and just not people I really wanted to surround myself with in general. So, I mean, like on my Instagram, I only have like a couple posts, but it's only from like the past year. I looked at it, I checked it out. Yeah, just like some yeah. little journey, some little adventures. I thought they were cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. They almost made you, everyone made you think a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Bit like, who is Antonio? Like, where is he? Yeah, yeah I like, like that. Yeah, that's what I try to do sometimes yeah. with that kind of stuff. Like, you know, like, hey, you know, like, 
I may not be, you know, around these like certain circles of people, but you know, I'm doing fine. I'm doing all these cool things, you know? Like, here's like, I'm not gonna show myself fully to you, but if you got the chance, if you got the chance to just talk to me about it, like, yeah, you know, I'll open up. Where do you feel sort of like misunderstood or frustrated? Sure. Um, or not seen in a way. Sure. Um, I guess it's with maybe, I guess it'd be with how I sort of um, am around other people. I feel like sometimes maybe I come off as a little bit too energetic or zany sometimes, <laughs> like in person, or sometimes I come off too uh, quiet and recluse that people sort of don't really approach me too much, you know, when I'm all for opening up, talking, helping them out, you know. So, you know, that's that's been tough. I've sort of, like, thought about that. I'm like, how can I fix that? And, you know, how can I... How can I get, like, more people to know who I am? Sort of thing. You know? What do you do to sort of... Like, what makes you feel really connected? Like, when do you feel connected to yourself? There are sort of outlets where you're like... Is it, you know, music or... Um, I know music's an important thing to oh, you. Oh, yeah. 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 I guess I'm just... Yeah, I'm sort of curious about young people in general, like, you know, I mean, life can be a lot. It can be overwhelming. We can get frustrated, sort of, where do you go to sort of, yeah, I don't know, either burn off energy or when you feel sad or angry, like, what are kind of, like, how do you move those things? Because I feel like that stuff, for all of us, is going to come out in some way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it comes out in a productive way or positive way. Sometimes it comes out in a negative way where we're just blowing off steam. What does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like, you hit you hit it. Like, you got it. <laughs> so, for me, it's it's music, for sure. Like, it's just... The whole world of music is just incredible. All the different styles, all the different sort of instrumentation, you know. An artist's ability to just transport you into their mindset their world it's just incredible to me you know like anytime i'm feeling down or just you know or happy you know i'll just put on a song that i know you know i'm always searching for different types of music you know and the beauty with those songs you know is the place that they carry in my heart you know those memories that are those memories and those feelings attached to those songs that sort of just transport me to another place so it's a very pivotal would you say listen to music every day? Oh, yeah. Hundreds of songs a day, probably. Really? Yeah. So do you have it with you all the time? Yeah. Yeah. It's like something... I, if there was one thing I couldn't... Uh, that, I could, that, I, that I couldn't live without, it's definitely music. That's so interesting, because sometimes I think about life as sort of almost like a futuristic novel, or, like, you know, whether it's a book or a movie, and it's sort of like everybody's medicine, in a way, is like music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I'm anxious... Let me put on the music, or I'm excited, I'm inspired, let me put on the music. And it does sort of, has a healing component to it. Oh, yeah. Is it, is it that it makes you feel less alone, or makes you feel it, like, is it sort of self-expression? Like, what, what areas does it hit for you? Uh, okay, I would say, so let's see here. It would definitely, 
Well, it definitely, yeah, like I said, takes you to another place, takes you to that artist's mindset, and you can sort of, you know, form connections and sort of understand what the artist is trying to, like, say and get out. Um, sometimes from, like, a sonic aspect, too, you know? The beauty of, you know, certain sounds and, like, soundscapes and everything. It just, like, it can either highlight a certain mood, emotion, or tone that just sort of elevates that piece of art, you know, to a higher place. And I would say, like I said, yeah, like the memories that are attached to that as well. Are there people that you have that are role models that you really look up to? It could be dead or alive, but people who you're like examples of like, I really resonate like I Antonio really resonate with that person or that person informs me to want to be more myself or be better or build and create like are there people it could be in your life or they could be people in the world or they could have passed away like if you had to pinpoint those figures or if you haven't have any like for you are like that, that, that brings something out in you who, who would those figures be? Uh, definitely my dad. So, yeah, I just have, I admire the man a lot. I have a lot of respect for his hustle and for, you know, his journey, really. So, he was, like I said, born and raised in Mexico. And, you know, at a very young age, it was just very tough for them, you know. They would barely get by, they wouldn't have anything to eat. And, you know, by the age of 17, both of his parents had died. His mother of a botched up surgery and his dad of alcoholism, you know, and it was very difficult for him because he still had to raise, you know, three siblings younger than him. And he somehow, you know, made it work without the help of anyone. You know, he made his own money. And then as soon as he was old enough and his sisters were all good to you know, go out into the world with only $20 and work a pair of jeans across the border. And he made it. He didn't know a single, you know, word in English, nothing. Yet, you know, he's made a living. He's had me, he's given me this opportunity to, you know, work in a first world country. Give me a roof over my head, clothing, everything, you know. It's all thanks to him. And I just admire how tough he was through all that. How he was overcome, how, how he was able to overcome those challenges. And, you know create a family something beautiful wow that, that, that's that's incredible yeah. um what's your relationship with him like like can you guys really talk do you feel like he understands or knows you um despite all of that <laughs> no actually not at all um i think it has something to do with um again living in mexico and his youth how he just didn't know how to express and convey those emotions because you know the culture there is very machismo and you know keep all that to yourself and like i said he never really had any friends or anyone to help him out during those times he didn't have anyone to talk to he only had himself so i think that's affected our relationship a lot um me and him we get along we certainly get along a lot better than we did when i was a lot younger but there's in that sense of, uh, you know, emotional connection. Like, I don't go to him when I have, you know, emotional issues. We're not good at communicating it. 
Yeah. Do you think that has an impact on other things in terms of like you being able to be yourself fully? Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. I think I'm definitely a different person around my parents than I am with, you know, just my friends or other people outside. But I think a lot of the things that make me who I am still ring out true. I don't try to hide it, everything, but I sort of keep it to a minimum, I would say. Like, I'm... And how's it different? I'm curious. I'm so curious. Like, how do you feel like you're different at home versus outside with people? Um, I would say, you know, um, how I express myself, sort of. Um, my emotions specifically. Um, because I don't really, like, talk to that to my parents. I usually just go to, like, some friends or something. Um... So they don't really know what I'm going through in that aspect. And I would also say they don't really know what I'm doing sometimes. They don't really um, ask too much. They sort of just um, let me do my own thing. That's interesting. I mean, I think we all can relate to that a little bit with our own families. But that's, that's kind of an interesting construct that I think it's almost it's 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 worth teasing out a little bit that this feeling that for a lot of people growing up they're sort of a almost a little bit of a different person in their house than outside because in a way if if that's the case how can we really show up to be ourselves fully outside mm-hmm. if in our closest nucleus the people who literally give gave us life who you know who we respect that we're having to be a certain way it's almost like well, if you're then going outside of the house, how could you possibly be your full self if there's almost like two identities? And I'm I'm not pointing you out. I relate to that too in myself. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like in high school there's been a little bit of like, totally you respect your family and all that, but almost like a little bit of a breaking way of like, I'm going to be Antonio no matter what out there. And sort of, yeah, I'm curious like what that's looking like in the world. I mean, in this... Like, what do you want to do Like when you're seeing, you know, is it just college? You know, is it just get a job? I mean, if if you're sort of looking at the world right now, what are you thinking about your path? Sure. Um, Well, you know, it's a lot, you know, senior year. It's that big transition, you know, as a first uh, generation kid. I definitely do have the a little bit of pressure to, you know, go to college, get some sort of degree, you know. Part of the reason why my parents came here to the United States, um, but you know it's a little difficult. You know, I don't really know what I want to, you know, study, and you know, college tuition all time high, student loans putting a ton of people in debt. You know, and they're not even in their twenties. You know, it's crazy to me that a seventeen year old can get a hundred thousand dollar student loan, and just be, you know, weighed down by it for the rest of their life. So I think for me right now, it's just been, you know, I have a little bit of pressure to just make more money, honestly. It's such a vital and crucial aspect of our society these days. Yeah, and I wanted to ask, I mean, do you feel like you can do anything or be anything? Like, where do you feel sort of held back? I mean, because the sort of dream scenario is every person who comes into the world, every young person, no matter where they are, feels like, I can be anything. If I want to be an astronaut, I can do that. If I want to be an artist or musician, I can do that. If I want to be the president, I can do that. 
that sounds great. We know that that's the reality of that isn't all, it doesn't always come to be. Like, do you feel like you and Antonio can do anything you want? Because it's interesting, over the arc of getting to know you, I almost felt in the beginning there was like this, you were interested in like environmental stuff. I'm not saying you're not anymore, but I like was like, oh my God, this is so great because the earth, our most precious resource is like under assault in some ways because of everything that's going on. Thank God, like here's a young person interested in that. But I'm wondering, I feel like one thing that happens to everybody is as time goes on, the quote realities come in where you're sort of like, well, I have to like make money. I have to get a job. I have to conform. I guess I just like want to tease this out with you a little bit. Like, where do you feel like, do you feel like you can do anything? Like, do you think you can like start a company? Like all these things, like, you know, it's almost like if we feel contracted or trapped in some ways, we're not gonna be able to spread our wings. Like, do you feel like, I mean, it's almost this is incredible to look at your story because this amazing situation where your parents sacrificed so much, like you're, you have tons of opportunities, but I guess what I, what I really want to get real about is do you feel like you can do whatever you want and create whatever you want? Or do you feel this sort of like, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little worried about how things are going to go. So... I definitely, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say I think necessarily I can, I can do everything, everything because of, you know, certain constructs and realities and, you know, all that. But I think I'm heading in the right direction. I think, you know, just, you know, the advent of time, you know, trying to sort of learn all these things, you know, the internet, right? Unlimited resources. You can, you can learn about everything on the internet. So you know, thankfully I have that and that's helped me a lot too. You know, it's a great resource and I've learned a lot from there. Um, but I think what I need is just like a little bit more time. You know, I want to, I recently brought a drum, I bought a drum kit. So, you know, I definitely want to, you know, make my contribution in the, you know, the musical world and, you know, sort of use that as an outlet of expression and creativity. And, um, you know, but I feel like still, um, like you were saying, there's those, um, there's those constructs, you know, getting a job, raising a family, all these sort of things that are expected, you know, of a sufficient, you know, member of society that sort of weighs me down a little bit and makes me worried about the future. Yeah. I mean, certainly with everything going on in the world, I know people, there's a big level of anxiety, um, which is which is tough because in some ways we're in this incredible time where there's so much possibility and we're healing all these things and we're breaking all these things are breaking that probably need to be reformed and reevaluated and for you guys coming up in the world sometimes I feel oh my gosh for these young people this is hard like political situation can sometimes feel like a disaster all the environmental issues um, just tons of breaking and I feel like wow what do these kids think when they're looking at the world you know like what's what is your dream scenario is it having a family and having enough money of your own that you can do what you want or is it you know to travel I mean what what would sort of be like if you were looking at the next 5 10 15 years and I'm asking you because I want your experience but I'm also curious sort of like 
for all the kids in high school, like, what are people thinking about? Like, what is the dream scenario for you? Okay, yeah, sure. So, um, I think for me, it would definitely be traveling, for sure. I think I'd want to start that at a younger age, you know, so I can have all this uh, experience and knowledge, you know, that, that could, you know, potentially, you know, have a great impact on me when I'm older. Uh, you know, I want to go to, like, Japan. I want to go to... You know, the Netherlands. I want to go. I want to go all over the world. You know, I want to learn. You know, to some extent, help out people. You know, with um, with whatever I can. You know, um, and then, you know, at some point, I think I'd want to. I I think I'd want to have a family. Honestly, yeah, I'd want to like build a little house somewhere, um, around like the beach. I like the Bodega Bay area a lot. It really speaks to me, and you know, I have like. You know, I'd set up, like, my own little garden. You know, it'd be, like, a nice little, you know, house. And, you know, just have, like, some kids settle down, you know? I'd be down for that. <laughs> it sounds kind of weird to say no, that because I'm doesn't. 17 years no, old. No, but... <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. But, it's, but it's sort of... It, it's, I think it's important to kind of look at, like, you know, where are people going? Like, what do they want? Because otherwise, we don't have the environments that support that, you know? Like... Okay, so that's sort of your dream scenario, which I which I think is, I don't and, know. and to make an album. To, okay, yeah. and to make an album, and and what are the blocks sort of in the way? Meaning, like, what are you worried about? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a thinker, you know, you think a lot, you worry about things. Like, what are you worried about right now and coming that you know, in your sort of darker moments or more challenging moments, you say to yourself, like, God, like, I'm frustrated. Like, what do you feel worried about? right now sure so or coming i think it's um maybe me thinking that you know in the past i didn't really look at these issues i didn't really um do my research or prepare enough you know for the coming you know for the coming age um because i think when i was younger i I just like kind of i fooled around a lot and i didn't really um focus on that too much i sort of didn't really have a plan going on i'm just like ah, whatever happens happens you know it is what it is sort of thing and i feel like i sort of you know really regret that now i look a little bit too much in the past sometimes i wonder like damn you know you really shouldn't have done that you know and done what just uh sort of yeah like not focus on that not really um put too much emphasis on it on a you know college or you know, um, what you're going to be when you're older sort of thing. And so you sort of have to like kind of rush into it and you're like, oh shit, like, you know, I got to make, I got to make money, you know, I have to somehow, you know, find a place to live, you know, housing, bills, everything. Mm. You know? But at the same time, like still like take care of myself, mm. not let myself, you know, go to waste. So you mean sort of like laying the foundation for these sort of real world transitions? Exactly. Yeah, because I think it's tough when you're growing up. I mean, you tell me, but there's so much input going on. You're feeling and learning so many things that there's almost like a survival to it, you know, sort of a day by day of like there's so much information you're growing. I guess that's why they call it growing pains. And then it's like suddenly you reach this point where you're like, oh, I need to do all these. I need to like do all these things on my own to support myself. Because it seems like a lot of pressure to say to young people, oh, when when you're really young, you need to be planting all these seeds. So then when you reach those transition points, like 18, you're well set up. Mm-hmm. 
I think the I think uh, I think it might be the educational system. That's what I think. I think it's just been very flawed. It sort of supports the kids it wants to support and sort of puts you know the others to the side and says like yeah you really don't have any potential you really can't do anything and you know also with the curriculums the things that they're teaching in school you know a majority of it i'm not i'm not anti-education and nor do i you know nor am i like anti like teachers and everything because i've had a lot of instructors before in the past that have had a very positive and influential a very positive influence on me but I think I just think a lot of the things that they're teaching kids nowadays just it's not really going to help them prepare for the future I can say in my experience that's 100% true right yeah <laughs> and it's 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 scary it's like you know not to make it bigger than what we're saying but it's almost like we have these big systems like education like healthcare and like they're not addressing the root things and so, so much time and so much money is being put into these things that, like, in a way, aren't really helping or forming people. It's interesting to hear you say that. I mean, just sort of more specifically, have you, have you felt like, I mean, you seem like someone just getting to know you that you're probably a good student when you want to be. Like, you have those skills to sort of, you know, yeah. get by and, you know, if you, but have you felt like school has interested you or the things that you've been learning or is it more like what you or, or is it more what you're saying looking at other students you're kind of like wow like that's not school doesn't really support them in the way that they need to grow is it is that your personal experience or more looking at your peers or both it's both i would say so you know i i'm i, I could be a good student like i i am a good student i usually you know do pretty well um but i wouldn't say i would say just it's more of um sort of like appeal to my parents so like, hey, you know, I'm doing well, not, you know, you know, a bum, but it doesn't really, you know, fuel my interest in anything more. So it makes me weird, like, oh, shit, like, I don't know how to balance a budget or do my taxes sort of thing. Um, and then when I see, you know, other students, because I sort of, um, I've sort of hung around with, you know, both crowds uh, many times before in the past. And, you know, there's some great and intelligent people that just aren't given enough attention, resources, you know. I see a lot of, uh, you know, kids with better grades, like, oh, yeah, you're going to do, you're going to do great in the future and everything. But all these other kids, I'm just going to put to the side. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and then when they come out, as they go through life, people are very surprised when they don't fit into these constructs and it's sort of like well these people have been in a meat grinder for their most developmental years no I mean, i've had that experience myself i've seen it with you know siblings and friends and it's like then the whole world looks and wonders well, wait these people are dysfunctional or then they get labeled as something you know as either criminals or mentally ill or like they it's, it's very weird how if you can almost track that the people who don't sort of like do well in school or fit in with the system, it's almost like they're just like kicked to the, to, to the corner. So it's, yeah, I'm, it's kind of interesting to explore that with you. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you something specific about, 
oh yeah, when you said about balancing the budget or doing your taxes, I mean, how is it that in schools we don't learn things like, I mean, frankly, even how to cook. Yeah, I know. That's a lifelong skill. Why not? Like, I, I just, I don't understand how school has somehow managed to go on. I mean, whether it's like fixing or maintaining our cars, uh, taxes, like you said, budgeting, how to save money. Investing, like, financing. Investing, financing. Like, how is it possible in 2021 in America that this stuff is basically not only being glossed over, it's being almost neglected. I mean, what about people keeping their bodies healthy? Exercising, what about self-esteem? What about communication skills? None of that comes through. And when they go to college, they're screwed. <laughs> they don't know what to do. Or even worse, when they get out. When we get out. Yeah. So many people spend thousands of dollars on a degree that you know they don't even get an entry-level position in. You know? It's ridiculous. Yeah, man. The job market is fierce, man. <laughs> No, I know. This is why I'm so interested to talk to you because I'm sort of like, wow, like, how are we setting these young people up to really thrive and succeed? I, I'm just more curious because, you know, to have this time with you, what really, like, makes you angry or frustrates you? Like, what's a pet peeve of yours that you're like, like, something you just know, you're like, I don't vibe with that. Or, like, that just, like, or like what, what, like, I've never really seen you, like, anger flip out. But I would be curious to know, like, what sort of gets your blood boiling? That what grinds my gears? Yeah. yeah. What, yeah, what really grinds your gears? Because I think that, you know, sometimes for someone like you, I, I see this in myself, almost like, like, you know how to handle people, like, in a way... You could be have things be smooth all the time, but then there's a cost to that. So I'm curious, what's the other side of that? Like, what does really irritate you or frustrate you or you just, like, can't stand? Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's probably uh, people who have a lot of privilege and resources um, yet decide to act a certain, you know, way and you know don't help out others i would say because you have all these resources you have you know this influence but you're not doing anything with it and sometimes when that gets to people's heads you know their ego i feel like sort of um makes them feel like oh yeah i'm better than everyone da 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 and they have to treat humans you know in a shit way i feel like i see that all the time at work i feel like that's been the norm yeah. And it drives me insane, too. I mean, it's literally made me crazy because it's sort of you see all these people that have all these things. And I don't know if they're they're just oblivious or unconscious or they're just kind of like, oh, fuck everybody else. You know, it's like, yeah, I love that. that what, what a healthy sound answer that is to that question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, um, yeah, I mean, because I, I thought you might say, oh, when people are being fake or, you know, pretending or when people don't give you the respect you deserve or something. But I think that's, and that, that's a very healthy answer you're saying. Um, what about, I'm curious, I mean, being a 17 year old male, what do you think about like, like masculinity in our world in terms of the culture that it is? I mean, how does that relate to your own personal journey? Yeah, sure. So, um, I think I mentioned this before, um, but I think with masculinity, there's definitely an issue of, you know, being emotional 
and sort of saying, you know, how you're feeling and everything. Because men are sort of expected to be, you know, breadwinners, provide, protect, and just, you know, keep to themselves sort of thing. But I mean, clearly that's not had a positive effect at all, you know. It's no wonder why the highest suicide rates per gender in the United States are males, you know. And it's because they have this um, this fear that they have to live up to those societal expectations of, you know, just keep it to yourself and head on. Like, everyone else is dealing with that sort of stuff. Like, don't worry about it. It gets a lot worse from here, sort of thing. Have you dealt with any sort of, like, stuff like depression or things like that? or? Um, I mean, nothing clinical, I would say. Um... But I think before in the past, um, there have been periods where I'm just like, fuck, you know, I don't know if I can do this sort of thing. And that's had to do with my relationship with my parents or, you know, friends sort of backstabbing me, that sort of stuff. That sort of makes me question, like, why in the first place did I have to do that? Why did I have to sort of open up to, you know, that ended up hurting me sort of thing. And so that's been very challenging. Do you feel any pressure to like be a certain a male a certain way or show up a certain way or whether it's interactions with girls or, you know, then what's your experience with like dating? Are you excited for dating in the future or relationships? Like how does that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought up that issue because I feel like I've had that issue before in the past. Sort of um, dating, I feel like. I, I've I've dated uh you know multiple people before in the past but you know I feel like it's something that I you know need to like uphold you know as a man you know I gotta get all these I gotta I gotta I gotta get all these bodies you know I gotta like talk to all these like women and everything but you know for me it's it's just never really been you know the sort of like lustful mindset that I feel like a lot of males have it's just sort of forming this like it's sort of the intimacy and the connection that I want from a person. And, you know, because I'm not really the most um, social or, you know, I don't know as many people, you know, I don't have, I don't, you know, have so many connections. I don't know as many people that I can, you know, sort of talk to and sort of, you know, get something going. So do you, do you deal with situations where, um, with women that you feel like they're more drawn to like these sort of compensated males like 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 sort of the bad boy or like the captain of the football team or the athlete like do you ever feel like huh like that's not really how you how you show up like does that ever feel like at odds with sort of like or are the girls that you're interested in very open to this enlightened sort of sensitive male you Mm. know new archetype i'm curious about that yeah so i think I've noticed those trends before in the past. I think uh, one of my one of my one of my, one of the most like important people in my life sort of uh, showed me that she came from like a very difficult background, and I feel like you know she had a lot of issues with males before in the past, and she was always sort of drawn to these um, people, these people who sort of like used her and abused her and treated her like shit. Um, but anytime I sort of, like, wanted to, like, approach her for it, you know, she'd be like, oh, no, it's, like, it's fine. And 
I sort of wanted to be that person, you know, that, you know, kind of broke that cycle and everything, but, you know, it didn't really work out. And, you know, it kind of, like, hurt to see her, you know, choose that sort of person who would, like, treat her like shit and, you know, make her doubt herself and all that. Yeah, I'm curious if, if you, this resonates with you because this has been my experience. I mean, I've gotten to know a lot of girls and had a lot of good interactions, but there, there's, there has been this theme I felt like when I was younger of like, oh, if I just didn't give a shit, if I just cared less, that like, for some reason that, I always would see all these guys around me who like seemed to not give a shit and seemed to not care. And I felt like, in in the dating or the dynamics like people would just eat that up and I, i'm just wondering for you if it's been challenging being sort of a thinker being hyper aware um does that carry a weight for you sometimes in that realm or um a little bit i would say yeah like like you were saying it's like man you know i should i should just like disrespect someone you know like just like that straight up and kind of sort of tying back to you know important values that i uphold it's just not who i am i'm not capable of doing that i'm not capable of just like not caring and just disrespecting you know women or anyone for that matter that way so it's sort of been conflicting because i'm like well you know what am i doing wrong and i sort of sort of hyper analyze you know all these flaws I'm like ah you know what could have done better and then you start looking in the past and it's sort of this vicious cycle you know yeah what do you find sort of like exhausting on a day-to-day basis where you're just like, oh, I'm so tired of this shit? <laughs> um, I guess it would be to have a, a stable support group, probably. Someone that I can just sort of like talk to and just, you know, kind of who, you know, listen and doesn't put forth um, their own problems before others sort of thing. Yeah. Because I tend to do that with a lot of people. I tend to like always listen and you know help them out put their issues before you know mine obviously but i feel like that's i've rarely found anyone that equally reciprocates that have you ever thought about or done any therapy nope never i found it to be really powerful in my journey because it's almost like it's like kind of what you were saying it's like other people almost like can't you know their own they're seeing everything through the lens but it's almost like when you're doing the therapist it's almost like this very neutral sort of like they just have that skill set and that practice and that and the way that role is constructed you know because I, I i i don't know from my own experience and even hearing what you're saying you know you can kind of feel alone when you're doing that for a lot of people and no one's really doing that for you you know so it's sort of like well you got the outlet of music but you know where do you antonio get to move some of this stuff I mean, that's got to feel kind of isolating at times oh yeah definitely like I would say there was this experience I had with one of my closest friends. Uh, it was over the summer. Um, so I had known her for a lot, a very long time. You know, she sort of uh, helped me to like, sort of, you know, I learned from her how to like express myself and be this like caring person. She was very formative to, you know, who I am. Um, but, you know, once I, she sort of like, made everything seem like very it was very one-sided the the as it progressed along it was more about her and 
you know, her lying and being all, like, trying to, like, appeal to these people. And, um, you know, at some point, it just ended up where, you know, I, I really trusted her, right? So I trusted her a lot with everything. And at some point, I told her that I had some sort of interest in a friend. And she, like, she, she got, she, you know, she was, like, mad. She got so mad about it. And she was like, wow, you're such a fucking weirdo. You're such a fucking creep. And she would tell all my friends this and taint my image. Just because, you know, I sort of, like, trusted her to just, like, sort of say this, like, hey, you know, you know, um, I've been liking so-and-so and so, um, you know. Just because you were honest and said, I actually like her friend. Yeah. It was just totally normal. And, yeah. And so she went off on all my friends and um, she never confronted me about it. And, yeah, she, like, just tainted my image and then... I basically, she basically just like kind of broke off that group, and you know. What was your question again? I forgot. No, no, I but that, know. no, but that 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 was a, I mean, but that that experience, like to to some people, you know. For some of us, who, high school was a long time ago. We forget how like intense and pressure filled situation that can be, you know. I mean, that must have like kind of rocked you a little bit. That was my main support group. Yeah. Those were like the only friends that I had and they didn't go to my school. And so I felt like, wow, like I lost it. I didn't have anyone at that point. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, people can forget a lot about what young people are going through, but if you don't have in your home, like a lot of support, I mean, you, you have a lot of support in terms of like your parents have been heroic in meeting your basic needs and providing and you've all these opportunities. But I mean, just in terms of like you feeling seen and heard and understand like that can, I mean, if, if something like that happens in your friend, which is your main support system, it could feel pretty alone, pretty, pretty isolating. Yeah. You know, and then, and then you, I think you get into some really sad things that happen in high school for people and people kind of wonder why. And it's like, well, these, these, these young people don't really have any outlets, you know? I mean, it gets very, well, it's like, in a way, I'm sorry you, you had to go through that, but in another way, I'm sure it's almost like planted more roots of strength for you in terms of like knowing, you know, it's, it's like that fine line of not depending on other people. Exactly. Being a little more independent and, yeah. you know, being okay with yourself. Because at the end of the day, that's the most certain thing. You know, your, your best friends are going to betray you and, you know, your family might, you know, die. <laughs> just just to put it bluntly, I guess. But, you know, you will always have yourself and it's best to be comfortable, you know, with yourself and take care of yourself. This meat sack, it's the only one you got, you know, you don't get another one once you die. <laughs> I think about that a lot, <laughs> like wearing these avatars, mm -hmm. you know, so it's almost like. It's, 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 we can spend so much energy and time being like, wish, like, oh, I wish my life was different, my body was different, but it's like, this is the one we have, and it could end at any moment. I mean, especially for you guys, isn't it kind of wild to be, like, in the middle of a virus, have all this going on, like? <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely, like, <laughs> I want to go out, I want to go, like, meet people, you know? I want to do shit, you know? I don't want to be inside, you know? Like, maybe it was nice for, like, the first three weeks, but <laughs> it's just, like, shit. It's almost a year now. Yeah, you didn't even get to see your friends. I mean, you don't really... Oh, I mean... You see them. I see them. But not every day. Not, like... Yeah, no, not, like... Not, like, going to school. Not at all, yeah. But, I mean, 
What can you do, right? It is what it is. It is what it is. That's what I always say, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think you guys are, like, to have had these trials, been in this fire the way you have been, it's a very... This is going to inform, like... You guys almost, like, lost your innocence really early, you know? Whereas later in life, people are like, oh, life's hard and all that. You guys, like, have, you got hit with a meteor, like, really early. I think it also has to do partly with the internet, too. Since you have access to so much... So many things, mm-hmm. you know, you can see like the most vulgar stuff on the internet at a young age and it's, it, it reeks true with a lot of people, you know, we're exposed to a lot of, um, real life things on the internet and it's very formative. It sort of like makes you like, Oh yeah. Wow. Do you think it's too much for people that like they're getting too much, becoming too desensitized or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think, um, well for one, there's so much information out there. You see so many things, you know, memes, Instagram, whatever, blah, 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 that it's hard to process it all. You know, what what actually sticks with you, you know? And you're just like sort of bombarded with all this constantly on all these platforms that it sort of desensitizes you. And I think it also has to do with, um, I just remember watching this video talking about it, how our attention spans are kind of like fucked permanently because of the internet because um we sort of uh our brain sort of like is kind of haywire to like see all these like colors see these like immediate like you know senses of gratification that sort of comes with you know likes with instagram you know because social media can be addicting you know and for some people Ooh. you know they need that approval they need those likes oh i, I went through that around. i've had that experience it's like it's a drug. It's almost like a trap. A trap that one gets in. Yeah, it can become really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it's scary because like these are our youth. You know how are they going to end up being? You know when they're older. You know totally dependent on that. It's scary. Yeah, like a TikTok generation. Oh yeah, I never downloaded that. By the way, <laughs> I was like, oh, you know what? I'm probably going to get hooked on like, it. I don't need another. I don't need thing. it. No, they're on Instagram. Like I'll just like scroll through it on my feet. They're funny, though. They're funny. Well, I wanted to ask sort of just kind of where we're getting close to wrapping wrapping up. I know you had started your own podcast, and I'm less concerned about, you know, oh, if you're going to still do that or whatever, but I think the name really caught me. <laughs> It'll probably be all right. Yeah, yeah. Like, what was the core of why you named that? I think it's a very powerful name. Like, mm-hmm. why did you feel the need to choose that name? Like, like what's... What was behind that for you? I think it's a very catchy and it's a timely name, but but the, there must have been a reason why you and your friend decided that that was what you wanted to call it. Yeah, so it was sort of the mindset we were in, you know, with all the pandemic, all this shit going on. We needed that outlet to sort, sort of, of feel like the world's ending right before. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and we're not even eighteen. It's like we sort of needed to get this um, the stress that we were having with the outside world, you know, and within ourselves. And sort of just expel it, get it out of, get it out of here, you know, sort of like detoxify ourselves of it. Yeah. And, you know, but with the state of the world, you know, like there's always some shit going on, you know. And, you know, it's uncertain for sure. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of paranoia. There's a lot of doubt going around, especially in like young people like myself. Um, so. We wanted to name it, it'll probably be alright, to sort of, um, 
tell our audience and ourselves that, you know, it could get better, it could get worse. You know, that's the honest truth, yeah. really. We've seen that before in history, and we see it today. And what do you think? Do you think it's going to get better or worse? Um, <laughs> um I think... I, I think it'll get better. I think a lot of people are tired of a lot of things that are going on in the world. And, you know, they start to realize that, you know, these problems aren't going to fix their, themselves. And that we have to take action. We have to stop living in this world of ideas and, you know, take action and change our world sort of thing. Yeah. Are there some things you want to see change or you're excited about? or? Sure, yeah. Um. Well, I definitely want to see... Uh, the student loan stuff change, you know. Uh, <laughs> the only reason why loans exist is because, uh, you know, the government sort of pushed it out. You know, colleges don't pay taxes for that, and they also get subsidies. It's a monopoly. Like, if you want to make money, just open up a college sort of thing. So I definitely want to see that fixed because it's it's a scam. It's scamming, you know, people like me and, you know, millions of others. You know, 1.3 trillion student debt, you know. It's bigger than a credit card debt. So I definitely want to see that fixed, you know, make them pay taxes or something, you know, make them provide to communities that need that education. Lower rates, you know, it's a scary thing. Are there things you want to see for your parents, like on a cultural, like, do you feel like they have the freedom and the rights that you would want for them or? Well, no, definitely not. You know, they're immigrants, so. They don't get a lot of uh, the same benefits as, you know, someone here in the United States, like a 401k. They still pay taxes and everything, but they don't receive those benefits, which is kind of bullshit. So I definitely want to see that. I want to, I want to see them, like, have some sort of, you know, security, social security something, because it's scary to me. Like, once once they're done paying my tuition and my sister's, you know, tuition, like, are they going to be okay? Are they going to have enough money to, like, make it on their own, you know? Or will their bodies sort of give out before then? I can imagine that could weigh on you. Yeah. That's kind of, like, one of the reasons why I want to make more money and be more self-sufficient. Right. Get out. Yeah. So you can have your own sort of independence and not... Rely on them as much and put as much pressure on them. Well, I'm really excited for your path. I mean, I, I think you're a leader. And like I said at the beginning, I really respect how true you are to yourself. Thank you. Because I think there's a lot of pressure to conform and be like everybody else and kind of give up our sovereignty. So I, I, I hope you continue to walk down that path of like, you know, any, any last words for the people? Last, uh, or anything you would have told yourself when you were younger, you know? Sure. Um, be yourself. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Don't care about what other people think about you and, you know. Just do it. Fuck it. Fuck everyone else. Actually, no. That's not true. No, 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 no. Just uh, be a good person. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah be, a good person, be a good person and also like know where you need to express yourself. Yeah. Find that, find that necessary outlet to um, relinquish your demons and, you know, grow. Well, and try out new things and... There it is. You've heard it today from from the youth. Very exciting time ahead. And I know people like you, Antonio, are going to help us build new systems that work for more people. So.
Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Excited. Thank you so much, Joe.